0: Well, it happened again. Welcome to the Teaching Simplified Podcast. I got an email last week uh, from the physical therapist, occupational therapist, uh, once again concerning movement in the classroom, getting students up and moving around and exercising a little bit and uh, crossing the center. If you're a teacher, you understand what I'm talking about. Uh, you've probably had some training in that area or some exposure to some of the research and such in the area of movement and sensory type things. In my classroom, I don't take brain breaks. (gasps) I know, I know, I don't. I don't take brain breaks. I also don't use callbacks for the purpose of getting students' attention. You know, there's a way to embed those brain breaks and callbacks into the lessons that I'm presenting, especially when I'm doing whole group instruction. Uh, I can stop in the middle of those, or rather not stop, but kind of put a comma in the lesson, and not a period, but a comma in the lesson, pause for just a moment to, to say a callback that goes along with the lesson. So something like that might include a uh, Uh, calling on a student and cheering for that student as they volunteer to come up to the work, Uh, as they come come up to the chalkboard or to the whiteboard or to to the projection screen, whatever it is, that student coming up to the front. And as that student comes up to the front, all the other students may rise and may do some hand gestures and may cheer for that student to encourage him or her to do a good job when he or she gets up in front of them. And so, so you might call for that person. It might be, Eddie, Eddie, you're the one. You know, something, whatever it is, it, it doesn't matter. It's just whatever you decide would be a great uh, cheer for that moment. Now, in doing that, with the hand motions that you've rehearsed and practiced over and over at the beginning of the year, then you have just embedded a brain break into that dead space time when you're waiting for a student to come forward. Another thing to do is to have those students uh, uh, cheer for each other, and my students like to do that when somebody is having a difficult time. I've called on him, and I want him to answer the question, and there is a dead space while we wait for him to process the problem at hand. And so uh, my students will initiate that cheer, and it's just applause, just regular applause, clapping the hands for about five seconds. And somebody will say, hey, you can do this or "Or you got this. And they will clap for that student for five seconds. And within that five seconds, usually the student has an answer for me. And from there, I can work out if it's a right answer or wrong answer, whether I need to sustain what's going on or, or continue to teach or, or or drag something out of that student. That's fine. But that's a way to get some movement and some callbacks into the lesson. Not stop in the middle of a lesson to get everybody's attention, but to keep everybody's attention within the lesson. And if I do that often enough, every minute or two or three, just do something every minute or two or three, then that'll keep their attention with me. One of the things we do is when somebody makes a mistake and I drag it out of them and we work with that student and I refuse to call on another student until this kid has figured something out and then we will cheer on that student, cheer for that student. So we'll take that student and and I may have some callbacks that, you know, uh, if I'm, uh, for example, this year we're really emphasizing early American history with the colonial period and such, uh, I may say, hip, hip, and the class will stand throw their fist in the air and say, huzzah, you know, something like that, anything like that. You can find callbacks to use for that kind of thing all over the internet. I'm not going to give you a bunch of those, but I would encourage you to embed them within your lesson. And if you're constantly cheering for those students who have have worked their fingers to the bone, finding the answer to the problem, cheering students who get it, and give you a right answer, cheering for students who are volunteering and moving to the front, and moving along with every one of these types of cheers, and you've rehearsed them all so it works for you, then guess what you've done? You've embedded your callbacks. You've embedded your brain breaks. And no longer do you have to stop and say, hey, let's stop. Let's have a brain break. Let's get on the Internet and dance. Let's do something. You don't have to stop anymore. And no longer do you have to stop and say, class, class, yes, yes, and get that call back just to get their attention or one, two, three, eyes on me. And students say, one, two, eyes on you. You don't have to do that anymore because you've got their attention. I'm not going to say you you don't ever have to do those things because there are attention Times when you have to get their attention, but I would encourage you to try to embed them within your lessons and do them quite often within those lessons until they get natural for you. And I think you'll see a difference in the way your classroom runs. Not as many stops and breaks and things like that, but it runs smoothly as you go. Well, I'll see you next time on the Teaching Simplified podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share. Yay!